Here's everything you need to know for this Aloha Friday. It's KHON to go. And now with KHON2 weather, Chris Latronic. Aloha Mike Kako, 652. Weather has been doing well recently besides just the lack of a bigger surf, but it's still beautiful outside. Great frolic weather you can see outside. Current conditions are looking good. Earlier, a Bob Ross sunrise, one that we haven't had one of those in a while. Right now, 75 degrees, 76 is your humidity, and we do have some, uh, some decent trades. Should be moderate to light around 10 to 15 miles per hour average today. You can see here, we're already seeing that, even some zeros. Kailua-Kona usually sheltered. That's why we're seeing the zero fives for Honolulu and Kaunakakai, Molokai. Lihui top in the list, 16 miles per hour there. Showers, there is some associated with it. You can see Kauai getting the most of that, uh, just with more showers being pulled on shore. Oahu had a couple earlier. Uh, e the western, uh, eastern half looking uh, pretty a lot drier. And it is just going to get drier into the next couple days as a uh, low pressure is going to pass to the north of us. Diminish our trade winds just a bit. You can see into this weekend, uh, still have trades, but it's going to be lighter so it's going to make way for, for possible land breeze sea breeze pattern for the afternoon with possible cloud cover and even a possible uptick in showers but it's going to be a really dry air mass that's going to be in our mist until we get to wednesday then a new high pressure will give us more trade winds even some gustier conditions uh but we'll take in even possibly a new swell uh, coming up and speaking of the swell let's send things over to gary Cooley, gq from the surf news network he knows about all those swells how are we doing for today and this weekend uh gary Cooley? Hey, Chris, good morning. Happy Aloha Friday. Yeah, we're going to frolic in the sun and surf. The North Shore is nearly flat, diving, paddling, fishing, and sailing today. But we are going to get something from the Typhoon Mawar, who's become what they call a gender bender. It's going to go from a warm core storm to a cold core, typical low pressure. And it's going to bring us waves next week around maybe 7th or 8th, and it could be up to 5 or 6 feet. So I know you're stoked about that, Chris. Again, today, flat, next week, pumping. Uh, it's going to be about a week out. Out there at Makaha, flat to one. Now, again, beautiful morning. Pack the sunblock. Southern shores are one to two, and then off and on a little bigger set like chest high at Bulls. All diamond is about the same. Same for Sandy Beach and just thumping on the shore break. Parking lot's nearly full. <laughs> Makapu'u, one to two. Ooh, and again, trades with us for the long haul. They are going light on Sunday. A minus 0.3 low tide here at 8 a.m., a huge high tide at 4 p.m. Sun will set a minute later at 7.10. President Biden is expected to sign a debt ceiling bill into law as soon as this morning. It comes after the Senate passed a measure late last night. Doug Zader has the latest from Washington. Now for all of the finger-pointing, this was ultimately a bipartisan vote, with the Senate giving final sign-off last night and sending this to the president's desk. The bill is passed. It wasn't quite a midnight vote, but it wasn't far off when the Senate finally gave its nod to the debt deal. We may be a little tired, but we did it. They did it, with a majority of the bipartisan support coming from Democrats. The debt ceiling suspension will ease concerns about a possible default that could have come next week. Now, President Biden called it a big win for our economy and the American people, adding, I look forward to signing this bill into law as soon as possible and addressing the American people directly. That address will come later today, something of a victory lap for a deal largely negotiated by Biden and Republican House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Democratic Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, who had been part of the negotiations initially before he was later cut out, took a dig at Republicans. Tonight's vote is a good outcome because Democrats did a very good job 
taking the worst parts of the Republican plan off the table. Democratic leaders say they held the line on deeper spending cuts, but Republicans did secure some future spending limits. Many Democrats were not happy about new work requirements for some welfare recipients, and even though the Pentagon did get a spending hike as part of the deal, some Republicans said it wasn't enough. This bill puts our military behind the eight ball. There's not one penny in this bill for Ukrainian assistance. As I speak tonight, Ukraine's engaged in a fight for its life. Now, this debt ceiling suspension lasts until January of 2025, after the next presidential election. And depending on the makeup of Congress, then, we could be in for another big fight. In Washington, Doug Luzader, Fox News. Hundreds of workers at Hawaii Gas are on strike until a new contract is reached. The walkout involved the 217 union employees with the Hawaii Teamsters and Allied Workers Local 996. Now this comes after the union says the company refused to meet them at the table since May 11th. According to the union, it received an offer on Wednesday, but it wasn't fair or reasonable for its members. At this stage right now, uh, a lot of our membership and the state of Hawaii are being cost out of paradise, which caused a lot of strain on our families and, uh, you know, and, our, and our homes here, you know, just to survive. Hawaii Gas says it's made efforts, including offering a mediator. According to the company, the union's wage demand is a 28.5% increase over their three-year contract. That's down from their initial demand at 30%. Hawaii Gas continues to operate, but says some services might be impacted. Residents in East Maui can learn more this weekend about an effort to reopen Hana Highway. Since the rockfall last month, an emergency road closure has been in place between the Alalele Bridge and Lelekea Bridge. About 1,500 tons of rock debris has been removed, and rock scaling work is expected to begin on Monday and last about three weeks. Three public meetings will be held to discuss the issue. Now, the first one is tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. at the Kalina Triangle, another at 1 p.m. at the Wananalua Church in Hana, and the final meeting is set for Sunday at 10 a.m. at Kaupo School. On Oahu, deep cleaning is underway at the airport after bed bugs were found there on Monday. Now, according to the DOT, the critters are in gates 5, 6, and 7. That's in Terminal 2. Some non-toxic spray was used, followed by deep cleaning two nights in a row. And then an exterminator came out on Wednesday night. We're going to deep clean again for the next two days. And we'll bring out the exterminator again for another two nights, uh, next week and the following week, just to make sure that we, we take care of anything that might be left over. Officials don't know where the bedbugs came from, but they ensure that no flights or operations are being impacted. There will soon be a new requirement at the city's Department of Planning and Permitting. Starting on July 1st, all commercial projects must submit their building permit applications electronically through the department's e-plan system. Traditional paper plans that are submitted prior to July 1st will be processed and DPP will continue to accept paper plans or civil drawings associated with commercial building permit applications until a phasing process is eventually established. Now in the past year, DPP says it processed 354 commercial applications electronically 
compared to over 1,600 paper applications. Following up, the bodies of two sisters who were on board a chartered fishing boat when it capsized off Alaska have been found. Alaska State Troopers believe the bodies of 53-year-old Danielle Alcaoldi of Waipahu and her sister Brandy Tiao were recovered Wednesday night. Tiao's partner, along with the boat's captain, remained missing. The body of Danielle's husband, Maury, who is also from Waipahu, was found Sunday near the boat. The Coast Guard says there were 6 to 11-foot seas when the boat capsized. If you plan on traveling this summer, there are new procedures at the airport to help you navigate the crowds. For those traveling out of state, more U.S. Department of Agriculture checkpoints are now outside of the lobby areas. And travelers are required to screen their check-in and carry-on bags. In the past, the carry-on bags were inspected inside the secured area. Once you get through the checkpoints, you go wherever you want now. Now you don't have to worry about being limited to a certain area. The whole, the whole lobby area is now sterile. So it's just, it's just those improvements we're trying to make to make sure that you're, you're, it's more convenient for you to get to the airport. The TSA says the busiest travel days are Thursdays, Fridays, Sundays, and Mondays. And lines at security checkpoints are usually longer from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. with another rush from 5 to 8 p.m. Explosive detection canines are being used more often, which can speed up the security line. And parking garages, of course, can fill up fast, so get dropped off if possible. And that was your morning news. Find all these stories and more on KHON2.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Then tune in right back here Monday at 7 a.m. for everything you need to know with KHON2GO.